You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, what's going on? It is time for another episode. Tonight, we have with us the wonderful Miss Mindy. Yes, the power of doing WW. She is a WW rock star coach. Oh, and an ambassador. I'm so excited to share our conversation as we talk it up. And let's go there now. Well, hello, friend. How are you? I'm just wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm excited to get to talk again. It's been I a little know. bit. I know. It's been a while <laughs> since the last one. Well, you know, I did get to see you a few weeks ago, so that was wonderful. But Two weeks. Has it been, is what, two weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Three weeks ago. Jeez. Three weeks ago, yeah. Time flies so fast. Yeah, I, didn't, I forgot to look up. I could remember, like, when we did our live the first time. I have it right here on my computer, so... I can't remember. I, I write them all down, and then I have a long list of people that are coming on in the future. So, I, uh, I, I've enjoyed doing this. It's kind of, kind of crazy how it's kind of turned into a thing. Let's see here. You came on with me. You're like the Weight Watchers, Barbara June, Walters. Yeah, June the thirteenth. So it has been a long time. Yeah. yeah. You're like so, the Weight Watchers. You're like the Weight Watchers, Barbara Walters. <laughs> oh, it's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I see that Christiane joined in here. I'm glad she's oh, going to watch her and her girls. Her. I got my, I got a package today, so I have to, I have to post about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool deal. Well, we've kind of went over the basic stuff before and I don't have any kind of real specific agenda or nothing. I really just wanted to see kind of what's going on with you and like, um, how you are doing anything different than maybe you were this time last year now that my WW's out and that kind of stuff. Like how, what are some, some approach? Cause I really just want to kind of chop back and forth on some mindset stuff. Cause I know that's really, uh, it's really important to both of us. So just yeah. kind of tell me what you're thinking. You know, I, uh, I, I, I'm in maintenance and, yeah. and, and maintenance is basically not very exciting. Um, and it's it's challenging. Yeah. And I I I posted not too uh oh it was probably last week about how I wish that WW would focus more once you get to maintenance. I wish they would have maintenance workshops because I feel like you're just thrown in the deep. Mm -hmm. Um and that's really hard for people. Uh are there so none of those where you are? Because we have those here in Oklahoma. We don't. Yeah, we, fact, have, I, we have. I just no, it's, it's monthly lifetime meetings. They have them, and, and I know that there's different states that do have them, but not very many of them do. Yeah, and so I reached out to my my boss. Utah is a franchise, um, so I reached out to my boss and can you know asked her about it, and she's going to mull it over. And I, I just feel like lifetime and maintenance and, and not just people that are on maintenance i feel like people who are in weight loss mode mm -hmm. they need to be educated on what maintenance is and i believe that people in weight loss mode need to take a maintenance break yeah and you, you can only be in a calorie deficit for so long yeah your your body can only go so low before you just it starts adapting and you stop losing mm -hmm. And people who are like, oh, I did everything right. I, 
stayed within my points. I did my exercise. Well, your body needs food. Your body needs fuel. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, people need to go on maintenance for a week or two every couple months and then yeah. go back in weight loss mode and then go, it's kind of, I wish that I would have known back then what I know now. Yeah. Um, and, and I see so many people message me and I, that, that they're afraid to eat all their points or they're afraid to eat their weeklies. And yeah. I was one of those people. I never ate my weeklies and I, yeah. I lost pretty well, but had I known what I know now, I would have eaten every freaking damn weekly that I had. Yeah. Yeah. Cause your, your body adapts to these low, these low points and these low calories. And then when you get on, on maintenance, it's like a, like a shock and they're like, okay, we'll add three to five points a day. And then the next time you weigh in, if you gained, then you're freaked out. Mm -hmm. You're, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm panicking. So I'm going to start eating less. I'm going to start eating less. And yeah. so I just feel like there needs to be more education. There needs to be more support for people and more knowledge for people to know what maintenance is when you get there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How much, how much do you think for you, like at your level where you're at right now, like having to, having to think about food or having to not think about food. And what I mean by like, like you, you can have a good healthy habit where it's just like muscle memory and you don't have to like think about it, dwell upon it, whatever you just do this and it's good. Like, do you spend more of your like mental time thinking about how to integrate new things like healthier things and just to change it up? Or I mean, do you find that happiness in the, in the exact routine? Like, I know for, I, like for me on my, like, where I am still trying to lose weight and that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm very happy and content. I'm not saying like lifelong content, but like very happy and content with specific sets of foods that fit in my plan that accomplish the goal of me eating and then moving on. I, I, I'm the same way. I, yeah. I feel like I pretty much eat. I, I do a lot of repeats. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do that is because it's easy and I absolutely love what I eat. Yeah. Um, my dinners are the things that really kind of switch up the most. I kind of yeah. keep my breakfast, my lunch, my lunch is always basically the same salad. I'll mix up the protein once in a while, but it's basically the, the same old salad. But I just find, I don't really, I, I eat what I love. I, I mm -hmm. really do. And I, and I found that I'm not as, rigid God, I, I, I'm over and done that shit yeah. all the way. it yeah. doesn't matter carbs are not the devil and it drives me crazy when people are, are afraid of carbs because I used to be that person too until I started experimenting with my body and it's like you know what I can eat carbs at night and I can have this and I'm maintaining I'm, I've pretty much maintained the same weight within three to five pounds for two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you ever, have you ever done whole 30 like I'm doing right now? No, I haven't. How are you liking that? I, for like, for like 90% of the time, I like it. There's a couple of things that I don't like. And those are, the funny thing is, is like, uh, whole 30 has a little bit of a mindset component. Uh, and I've, avoided that the only part of whole 30 that we're doing is the ingredient component so we're following it to a t on the ingredients uh but we're we've changed up a few things as far as mindset and what, what i mean by that mindset is like they don't want you to 
substitute fruit as a dessert or create recipes that duplicate things you would normally eat off plan with those ingredients. So, mm -hmm. but we've done that a couple of times. We made some almond flour tortillas and we've eaten fruit smoothies in the evening and that kind of stuff. For me, what I think is I'm fine eating this level of healthy and that kind of stuff. And I don't necessarily feel like I need to go back and eat a lot of dairy, which is fine. I do miss the grains and the bread, mm -hmm. but I think for me, the exercise, and I love a good mental exercise, will be coming off of this, how to integrate grains and bread and not go crazy on gain much weight back or anything like that. And I'm not using Whole30 at all to lose weight. I have lost a little bit of weight while on Whole30, but that's just, you know, a clean, a cleaner system. It operates a little cleaner, and I understand that. But uh, the diet feels good and i do i do feel good i don't have any that any backlash from that uh it's funny they have a little phrase some of them call like tiger blood and that's when you like feel amazing and i would say i'm kind of almost there i don't i wouldn't claim that this is the best i could possibly feel but uh it's going to be interesting integrating grains and, and bread back into my diet like do you do you do those very much at all anyway you know i eat a pita bread every day Okay. Um, and, and I also eat a slice of sourdough bread with butter on it every yeah. single day. Yeah. And and that's really, I don't I don't eat a lot of bread other than that. I have a pita a pita pizza breakfast thing every morning, and then my sourdough bread. And I really don't. Other than that, I re, I really don't eat a lot of bread. Yeah. I I I think I probably a typical day would have about probably average out about four maybe five slices or pieces uh and, it, and i change it up so some there's a lot of days where i would have two pieces of bread at lunch and then a pita for dinner or a pita for breakfast two pieces of bread for lunch and maybe something but i normally don't do like three sandwich type meals in a day it would be something totally different but that might be where we have rice or we have pasta or something like mm -hmm. that in the nighttime so i am getting carbs so but uh I, you know, that's the, it's the interesting thing, the difference in, like, I don't know, I don't want to say it's like next level or anything like that, but like, when you start, stop trying to make foods that aren't necessarily good for you, which any food can fit into WW, and when you're new on the plan, that is a great thing, it's a, a good, solid thing to do, uh, what I'm finding is, and this is this is interesting. I don't even know if people will believe this, but I get to eat more. If you like eating, I get to eat more on Whole30 than I have ever eaten, and it still fits in the plan. Why is that? Because there's so much of my eating is like fruits and vegetables, which are you know WW would say those are zeros and that kind of right. stuff. But like all, all my all my meals are just basically like seven or eight points, and I have 34 points to use in a day and I'm on blue and I'm a guy that weighs 250 pounds so I, clearly that's more points than most people that are on lower would need but you know it's like I don't even have to mess with points and tracking right now because I eat so much like my main point thing that I spend points on is almonds and I love almonds and they're good for you so I'm eating oh, yeah. a bunch of them yeah yeah um are you counting points along with the whole 30 are you keeping track of points with with doing that as well I've I this is the way I do WW like most of the time I know what a meal is so like for me like my typical meal and whether or not I trade out and if I do miracle whip or something at lunchtime or mustard at lunchtime I'm talking about normally not on 30 um 
I know it's either like 12 or 14 points. So I just pre-track the 12 or 14 points. I'm not going to scan everything or whatever. It's just like, I'm fine with that being gone from my budget and boom. And then I go on and I'll figure out dinner. If we make a recipe, I will actually track that and do the points. And that is for solely the purpose of me being able to point an accurate post for Instagram. Um, I don't mess with pointing it accurately on my tracker uh basically almost all my days i end with like four or five over my blue dot and i end with my blue dot and i know i've eaten within that um and the reason i know that that system works is you know 825 days on ww and i've lost 150 pounds it works yeah, yeah. so and, and uh, the more the more you do this and the more you consistently track yeah. the more knowledge you have about what you're eating and you you can get a little bit more loose when you get that knowledge you know there's a lot of people that say oh well, i don't want to track for the rest of my life well you don't have to yeah just do it consistently so that you have the knowledge of what you're eating and what yeah. it, what is what calories or what points or whatever and then as time goes on you like i i could go a whole day without tracking and know exactly what i'm eating because i i eat the same kind of things all the time you yeah. know i i've yeah. been doing this for so long that I can just when I was when I was in Dallas, yeah. I I was a I didn't track at all when I was in Dallas, and I came home and I was two pounds lighter. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you just never know how the bodies are. What's funny is like I've weighed in three times since I came back from seeing Oprah, and I've lost weight all three times. So it's the Oprah thing. I mean, maybe I'm gonna lose weight forever now that I've met Oprah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, she lit, a, she lit a fire under my butt. That's for sure. Yeah, it was. It was an amazing. It was an amazing event. I was. Oh, yeah. I was. I was so excited, and uh, I actually shared uh, one of the things that uh, Tracy Ross shared in a, a meeting that I was in, and it was. It's so powerful. Uh, I gave a little two or three minute kind of spiel in my meeting that I'm a member in on Tuesday after I achieved the milestone of 150. Uh, that you know. The whole idea of the Maya, like, I feel like we live in a society that everybody wants to stake a claim and say, I am, and someday I am, I am going to be. And I just love the premise of saying, well, it's the truth that you aren't. And just give yourself a little permission to actually work this process out and become what you want to be. And that will allow you the ability to fail a little bit and learn. Uh, right. not not fail and quit because you realize that you aren't right and you know we have to be able we have to fail to succeed yeah um the the one thing that hit me the most probably the that resounded with me the very most is what a uh, oprah asked what is the one thing that is holding you back from becoming the purest version of yourself Mm -hmm. Something like that. I have, a, I actually have the quote. I was like taking copious notes on my phone. Yeah. And, and I knew immediately what, what is holding me back and people need to ask themselves that what is the one thing that is holding you back from becoming the purest version, truest, purest, truest version of yourself. Yeah. That, that was an eye opener for me because there's so many things that I want to accomplish. And the one thing that is holding me back is it usually is fear yeah uh fear of you know diff different things but she that that whole thing was just so empowering to me yeah um, and, and you know 
for people watching this. Ask yourself, what is, what is holding you back from your success? I see so many people who have been on this program for, so I've been on here for four years. I'll, well, in July, it'll be four years. And I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but I reached goal within 16 months. And there are still people who are so far away from reaching goal. And, and why is that? Why, mm -hmm. why are you not further ahead than what you really want to be? What is holding you back? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, think, I, th also... I, think, I think we need to get real with ourselves. Yeah. Um, and stop making excuses and stop. Uh, and like you said, do the may I thing. Yeah. Um, give yourself, give yourself a little, uh, you know, permission to, to make mistakes. Give yourself permission. Are we afraid to succeed? I think there's mm -hmm. so many people that are afraid to succeed and then they self-sabotage. Um, I brought up one time in, in my workshop that I feel like sometimes as we lose weight, we see ourselves changing mm -hmm. and people around us see ourselves changing and people get uncomfortable with change. Yeah. And our spouse might be uncomfortable with us changing or our friends might be uncomfortable with us changing. And so it's almost like we self-sabotage because we're so afraid of, of changing or, or we don't feel like we deserve something better. Um, so ask yourself, what's, what's holding you back from plowing forward? Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I know for most people, if, if they were to actually take the time to say the thing that slips them up the most, and actually say those things, write it down, and say that one of my goals is to eliminate that thing from preventing me. Like, if, right. I'm not saying you have to make your life perfect, but if you can attack one thing that you know is the thing that causes you to stumble, then success will start to come. And one of those things for most people is poor eating. So you go in and you fix the poor eating and it starts to happen. But this is what I was thinking as you were saying that is like it it is a it is a hard thing to accept, but when you realize it and then you accept it and then you take it in as a big deep breath of air, it is very, very liberating to realize that for almost everyone, getting to goal weight in a number in the long term can only be a small percentage of the success and productive life that you are intended to live. Getting to that number, when you get there, is not your purpose in life. You are not intended as a human being, image of God, to be an epic weight loser. You're not. That right. is something you need to do to get to that purpose. Right. And uh, that, that is so liberating to live in that moment because that one of, the, one of the things that I love about that, and there surely are a lot of people like me there are a lot of people that one either may never achieve that number, which I didn't set that number and I don't need to achieve that number to have any relevance in my life, but that you may not do that, but you can be so happy inside all of those days to get to however close you do get to get it. And that's, that's one thing that I feel like we, we, we don't share enough so that people understand that you need to find happiness from day two, three, four, and five of your journey. Figure out what it is that makes you happy and do that with all you've got. And then right. the weight will start to come off. Right. Well, you know, I've, I've talked about this before that 
you know, when I first started WW, it was all about losing weight. It was all about, you know, looking good in the mirror. It was all about a number. And I don't know how it ha I think I was just so unhappy. I wanted happiness. I wanted to be happy. So, and I wasn't, I didn't know how to be happy. Yeah. I wanted to feel happy. And so I went and, and saw my therapist and I understand that a lot of people can't afford that or yeah. they, they won't do that or whatever. So what, whatever kind of internal digging they need to do to figure this out is what people need to do to what, what is going to change the inside? We are overweight because of what happens to us on the inside. Mm -hmm. And until we learn how to switch our mindset to figure out and heal the inside, we're going to just, you know, we're going to be like doggy paddling in, in, in the water and not get yeah. anywhere. Um, I finally realized that I had to heal I had to, first of all, I had to forgive myself mm -hmm. yeah. for all the past crap that I was holding on to. Yeah. And then I had to forgive, I, I was blaming my unhappiness on everyone else around me. Mm -hmm. It was everyone else's fault. Guess what? It's not any, anyone else's fault. Yeah. Half the stuff that I was blaming on people, they didn't even know about. Yeah. And so I had to forgive them. And I had to put everything in the past. I just had to say, what's in the past is in the past. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And once I was able to do that, it was just like a, a weight was lifted off of me. And yeah. my, I started getting lighter mentally, emotionally. Um, my spirituality started getting deeper. And um, it was just like the, the weight the outside weight started coming off easier. Yeah. Um, how do we change your mindset? How did you change your mindset? What, what was the key thing in you? Because I feel like the mindset is the key, is the piece that people aren't really getting. Yeah. People are so focused on that dang scale. People are so focused on posting their weight. Oh, I've only lost 0.6 this week. I failed. 0.6 is like awesome. Yeah. Or I didn't lose anything this week and I did everything right. It's like, how do we fix our mindset? How do we stop focusing on the scale and how do we start fixing our mindset? What was it for you? I mean, for me, my, my personality really helps me uh, thrive in a lot of situations. So I, I didn't have a lot of um, self-sabotage or nothing like that in my mindset. But when I, really one of the things was I, I, had, I had a good coach uh, she gave good advice and then really good meeting. And I realized that that might not be for everyone. But what I found quickly uh, on the journey was that my Instagram community, and I didn't even start this Instagram until the beginning of 2019. So I did do a full year of WW without this Instagram. I was a participant on another Instagram, my, my personal Instagram. And I did lots of posts in there and I talked about it. Uh, I didn't, I would say a lot of posts, a few posts, uh, but I, I followed a lot of people and that kind of stuff. So it was, there's something healing and in telling your story. Now I'm not saying you have to be like me or be like you and story all the time and make posts and try to make sense of it. That can grow, but telling your story can be just 
being alone in your bathroom and writing it down. It can be turning your camera up on and recording a video that only you will see, or you will be the only one that sees it until a period of time. But saying those words and getting them out allows you to see them and hear them from outside your perspective. And then when you do that, you realize that, oh, I, I've just said, this is what I want, or this is what I desire. Because a lot of times you might think that whatever it is that you want, that change, when you say it, it's like lighting the fire on it. And then you can figure out how to get there. So it's, it's for me, it was a recipe. So I actually, I learned to get used to me talking in front of a camera like this using an app with my friends is an app called Marco Polo. I have that, yeah. And it's very interesting. And I was just talking to my closest buddies and they started noticing that I was starting to lose a little bit of weight in my face in the Marco Polos. And then like, I just continued on. I was like, well, if I can talk to them for five or 10 minutes on there, I can share these stories. So I started story and started figuring it out and learning like, you know, tips and tricks and tactics. Those are all Instagram things, but whatever and you, you learn them. But the great part is this community is so accepting. If you screw it up and do it wrong, whatever, you know, nobody's judging you. It goes away in 24 hours and that's great. So I think, I think that is the number one thing for me is I, I did the plan as simple as it could be. And that was just get blue dots and eat as into the healthy eating zone as much as I could. I did not get overcomplicated from that. I have gotten more complicated since then. But I'm telling you, for the first 16 weeks, I lost 40 pounds. The only thing I knew was to eat and stop when I got to the blue dot. And it worked. So that's, that's the science part of it, that WW can make the claims that they do. Science works. Okay, let's do that. So you trust right. it and not overcomplicated. And there's something to be said in that, that if it's complicated or it's hard, you're doing it wrong. It's not meant to be that way. We've oh, even... I know. And, and people do overcomplicate it. It's yeah. like, go, go, back to, go back to day one. Yeah. Go back to day one when you were a member and start tracking. There are so many people that just wing it that yeah. they, they couldn't even tell you what they, I mean, I, I coached a meeting a couple of weeks ago and probably half the room did not track anything. Yeah. And, and then they wonder why they're not having success. Yeah. You have to be able to track to understand where you are. Yeah. Just like we talked about just a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, that's... And, and, and get to know, okay, well, I know exactly what, how many points this breakfast is because I've tracked it so many times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to be real with yourself. Like you said, when you, when you record yourself or you, and you tell your story, you're being real with yourself and you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes we don't like to do that. Sometimes we like to just pretend that, you know, our problems don't exist or, you know, we, we hide them with, you know, this, if I, I, I don't, I don't know what I, I just, I just yeah. feel like there's so many people that are just not, being real with it, real and honest with themselves. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you're not, and you're not digging deep and really figuring it out on the inside, you're going to be floundering and floundering and floundering and floundering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the truth is, and like, I, I wouldn't say this in a workshop, definitely not a WW thing or nothing like that. But if you're having an honest conversation with somebody you care about, you're, I'm going to ask you this straight up is like, if you're not willing to track, to the end of your healthy end of your healthy eating zone, what are you willing to do? Like, that's the easiest thing you could possibly do. WW has given you the gift of the easiest thing you could do because when you break it apart, you go all Jordan Syed on the thing and you try to figure it out, 
you're talking about within four to 500 calories maximum that you have to hit to lose weight. If you go over that, you're guaranteed to, to gain weight. If you go yep. under that, you're guaranteed to retain weight. Exactly. So you're talking about they've made the simple even simpler by taking what people would say expanded as calories and bring it back down into smart points. Like that is so simple. And you're not willing to do that. What are you really willing to do? Because if you tell me I'm just going to, I'm going to work out more, I'm going to work out so hard that I don't have to track. Well, you're becoming one of those people that's in the little circle area where you search for Instagram people. And it's funny because you can click on those people and they're all showing their abs and they're all showing their body and they're all showing their 300,000 followers that they bought, but they're not helping you. Right. You know, that's the truth about how this program works is it's so simple and you have to do it. You have to do it. The two things that make anybody successful on WW is track and come back. Yep. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I love I love that kind of stuff. Like I, I was telling you whenever we were talking before, I was like, I love talking to you because you challenged me to like bring out that best thing. You know, it's it's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, we, I, I feel like you and I both walk the walk and talk the talk. If we, yeah. you know, vice versa, we, I, I put in the work and, and our journeys are not perfect at yeah. all, mm -mm. but I feel like there's a handful of us who have really just dug deep Yeah, and I, I've been able to, to just switch my mindset. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I've, I've, I finally figured out after all of these years of, of living that happiness is a choice. Yeah. And people used to say that to me and I thought, how is happiness a choice? I've got all this crap yeah. going on in my life and I'm not happy. Well, yeah. guess what? I still have all this crap going on in my life and I'm happy. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, <laughs> it's funny. Like uh, somebody was telling me the other day is like, how, how do you do the hard work? Uh, to, to lose weight. And I'm like, you don't understand that I don't ever, ever again have to have a hard day, ever, no matter what happens to me. Yeah. I will never have a day where I have to carry 150 pounds around all day. That's done. You know, like every day is easier than it used to be. Like yeah. it was so hard. Like I had the mental problems. I had the poor stinking thinking but i also had 150 pounds and that's that's one of the things like i know we're both gym rats so we can talk about fitness for a little bit but uh i'm not a gym rat. i love to go to the gym i would not you're, you're, gym you're a gym rat I, I do i do love going to the gym and that is a totally new behavior over the last year year and a half but uh you know when i go to the gym i always pick up two dumbbells and i shrug them like this equivalent to what I've lost. So now I got a 75 in each in each hand, you know, it's just like shrugging. It. And I want to always remember what that felt like, because that is a massive thing. Some people crack up when I pick that up and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I've lost this much. It's so funny when somebody's working out next to me, I'm like, this is how much weight I've lost. And they're like, what? And I set it down, I grab my phone, I show them pictures and they're like blown away. And like, and we're talking about people that are elite fit are blown away. And that's the difference and what, and, th and this is one thing that I want people to know, and this is part of telling your story, is like you can walk into any room. I'm talking about the room that we were in with 17,000 people, and I do not have to cower to anyone. I'm talking Absolutely. Oprah down that I have done something that is for me and that kind of thing. And that kind of boldness and ability to say that 
is empowering. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're at the gym and you got newbie fears or whatever, if you stand up for you and you lose the weight, then there will never, ever be a room where you don't feel like you belong. Hey, I want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. Now a message from our partners. Hey, family, have you heard about my friend Katie? WW Journey of Me. Yeah, after years of struggling with her weight, she fell in love with being on the yoga mat. So now Katie has over 200 free beginner yoga videos for all body types, from gentle chair yoga to her newest series, which is called Yoga Aerobics, for a little more high intensity practice with some aerobic conditioning. You know, Katie believes that yoga doesn't have to be intimidating or hard. You don't even have to be flexible or have great balance to get started. Katie's yoga experience is laid back. It almost feels like practicing together in a living room with, with kids and pets. So look up my friend Katie. You can find her on Instagram at, at @wwjourneyofme or on YouTube, Yoga Journey of Me. Now back to our host, WW Phil. That's the power of doing WW right there. I agree, and I—that's me. I, yeah. I, I used to be so. I, there's no way I would have ever gone to Oprah in, in pre. You know, um, I would never have had the confidence. I would never have yes. had the guts. I would never have been a, a WW coach. Yeah. Um, but I made the choice to face my fears and to just do the damn thing. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to freaking do it. I don't yeah. want to, I, I don't half-ass anything. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that doesn't mean that, that it's been a smooth sailing ride. It's, I still, to this day, have days where I want to eat every freaking thing in sight. Yeah. And I, you know, I, it, that I, and I struggle and I struggle having the motivation some days to go to the gym. Yeah. But that mindset is so different. And, and I, and I'm so confident in my abilities and what I know I can do that it, it just gets done. Yeah. It just what it just gets done. Yeah. I've made up, I've made up my mind. Just like when I was younger, I made up my mind that I wasn't going to do drugs or alcohol. Yeah. I, I, I made that choice when I was young. And when I started this journey, I told myself, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I believed that I could. At first, I was like, I was nervous. And because, you know, I was more nervous when I got to maintenance because anyone can lose the weight. Mm -hmm. Someone had asked me not too long ago what's the difference now with, with you and other people who have lost the weight? And I've, I've learned how to make, make it a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Before when I've lost weight, it was like, bam, I got to go, we, you know, go on with our life, do whatever, go back to the same way we ate old habits. Yeah. But this time I completely just did a 360 in my mind. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I, go ahead. I, well, I and I just, everywhere I go, I feel like I can hold myself, yeah, I can hold my, my chin high. I, yeah. I'm confident. I, I, I'm just, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. And everybody can do it. I'm not, I'm not any more special and neither are you than anyone else. No. It's, no, it's every, absolutely Every not. single thing is a choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I wonder, I wonder how much you're like me in the aspect of now, like, I, I don't frustrate myself near as much as I used to and the ability to do this thing. What frustrates me now is when I see someone and I see them struggling and I see like, especially like people that I've like talked to them, like you're struggling, like, 
listen to what I'm saying. Like, I, you know, I really want, and like, especially when I see people that are still struggling that aren't doing WW. And I'm like, are you seeing me? Are you seeing what I'm doing? Have you, have you been curious about that? You know, because people you love, like when you see them struggle, that's that's one of the things that, again, boils back down to the more that you can tell your story, the farther those ripples will carry and the more of a blessing you are to everyone you come in contact with. And that is our intended purpose for this whole life that we live from birth till we've gone is to be a blessing for those that we're around and live the life that we're intended to live. Right. And so that's one of the things is like, I get asked the most random things the most off the wall things. And I have learned when people ask that, that is an opportunity for you to share with them or open the door because they care enough to say something. They care about themselves enough to say something. Right. And so when I see people that, that are just oblivious to that, I'm like, just say something. Just say something so I can, I can wiggle my way in to talk to you about it. And like, you know, I'm, I'm like the gospel of WW all the time. But I know that this stuff, like I said before, is just a percentage of the purpose that we all have. So if we right. can just get into this, it's like a gateway drug to the perfect you. And, and I want to say, too, you know, talking about sharing our story, you don't have to be at any particular point in your journey. No. You don't, you don't have to be to goal to share your story. Yeah. You can be on day one yeah. and share your story. And I'm telling you that there are people just recently that I've started to follow that are just earlier on into their journey. Those people are inspiring to me. Yeah. They make no excuses for there's one girl, Nikki, that I have pilgrim steps. Everyone needs to follow this girl. She, she is just, she, she inspires me to, to yeah. want to do better every single day. Yeah. Uh, she packs her breakfast and her lunch and her dinner every single day because she travels 45 minutes each way to work. And, um, she shares her story and it doesn't matter. You don't need to reach goal. You don't have to be to the level that you and I are at right now to share yeah. your story. We all have a story. Yeah. We'll see if we can hop back in there. I don't know what happened to that. Come on. Sorry about that. Everybody I'm trying to get Mindy back in here. Just give me a minute. There we go. Hopefully. I don't know there why the internet like <laughs> oh, totally. I was talking and all of a sudden you were like, you like froze. <laughs> yeah, and you froze for mine as well. So anyway, all right, so we'll keep going. Uh, anyway, no matter where, what point you are in your journey, share your story because no matter if you're on day one or day 30 or day 825. I think your Pilgrim Shops person just chimed in there. She said something yeah. on the comments. Oh, so awesome. she, she is just a, she is so inspirational to me. So, you know, you never know who you, could, who, who you can oh, inspire. Yeah. 
It's funny, like it's some of the people that have inspired me the most are like as like one of you know a few have like seven or eight hundred followers, you know, like totally nothing to do with the the Instagram games and stuff like that. And you know, I had those low numbers year, months and months ago and stuff like that, and I get it. But you know, the one of the coolest thing is like when they're so honest and transparent with what's actually going on with your life, and I'm like, I remember that. I remember the whole decade of the 2000s where I went through that, like massive, you know, months upon end of depression and feeling left out in the whole world and no one loved you and all the, all the things. I remember all that. Now I'm totally healed and healthy from all of that. But, you know, I remember those days. You know, I remember being a guy that weighed 460 pounds, you know, like what in the world? Uh, so it's it's just crazy. Uh, thinking about that and I you know like I, I don't I don't even know how or what slow decline I was on in my life but I can clearly see now and I have this picture I've shared it before it's in one of my throwback Thursday pictures there's a picture of me and I'm holding the base and I'm wearing this red shirt and I remember like going to the doctor that day and like that number 460 it was like that was like the craziest number um and I, I think about that number now, and that, I mean, that's 220-something pounds more than I weigh today. That is insane. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. Now, I don't know if I've only lost 150 on WW, but, like, I mean. Only. Yeah. You just said <laughs> only, Phil. Only 150 pounds. Uh, I'm going to do, I, you know, I do my WW smile. You did yours with the uh, clean bar. Uh, I'm going to do another one when I lose 10 more at 160, holding 80 pounds on each side, 80 pounds of dog food on each arm. That would be cool. I'm you know, so... we're talking about doing your shrugs with the weight you've lost. Um, one of the things in my workouts uh, yesterday was uh, it was a finisher, and I, it was like three three different exercises that you, you do just back to back. And yeah. one of them was farmer's carries. Mm. You know what a farmer's carry is? Yeah, you so walk. you you hold the weights in both hands and, and you walk. Well, I grabbed two 45-pound dumbbells, mm -hmm. and I had to walk for 45 seconds um, three different times. And I was like, I have lost more than this. And I was, like, struggling to walk for 45 seconds with 90 pounds. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. It's it's crazy what we can, <laughs> what we can do. Uh, it, it's almost inspiring what a body can do when it has to do it. Yeah. Like you can't not get up out of the chair. I mean, obviously there are people that get to that point and there I have had the thought that that guy back in 2007 that weighed 460 pounds was probably closer to giving up and moving into an area of being one of those guys that have to have the ambulance come get him up out of a chair or something like that. I was probably closer to that than I was to being the guy that I am today. Yeah. But I'm glad that whatever the walk was that got me to that point, that got me to the point to where I was able to start WW, that got me to today. I'm glad I didn't give up on me. You know, I could have, yeah. could have. It would have been probably an easier way. Uh, but I'm just glad I didn't. Yeah, I feel the same way. And, and anything that is hard is worth having. Yeah. You know, no, nothing worth having comes easy. Mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what, what, uh, what does your typical like run to the gym look like? How do you, how do you do that? So right now I am following Jordan Syatt. Um, I, so, so he has a Facebook page, uh, 
called the inner circle mm -hmm. and it's 24 dollars 25 bucks a month to join this inner circle but he has workouts and like it, it's almost like having my own online personal trainer oh wow and so i i'm doing his workouts i so i work out four days a week right now i have two lower body days and two upper body days and I go in the gym and I basically can get my strength training workouts done in about 45 minutes. Okay. Um, and I just really, my goal right now is, is strength. I don't want to be the strongest person in the gym. I just want to be stronger. Mm -hmm. um, and I always, I always am having some kind of a goal. Um, but I really just want to bump up the intensity of my workouts. And then I do no cardio at all yep. other than other than uh i try to get my ten thousand steps a day and because i sit down and have a sedentary job i intentionally wake up in the morning and i'll walk on the treadmill to get to help me get that i guess you could call that cardio i don't run or anything but um i park at the store i park far away so that i can you know yep. walk i take the stairs. I, I really try to get movement in, but I don't do intentional cardio right now. Um, but I just, you know, there's days when I don't really want to do it and it's like, it's going to, it's going to get done. Yeah. Period. So Absolutely. that's kind of where I'm at with right now with the gym. I, I love, I love weights. I, I always have the gym is my antidepressant. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it is, it, it heals my mind, it heals my body and it heals my soul. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so what's funny is like, we're not too dissimilar in how we do it. This, this is my standard thing. I only do it a maximum of three times a week. I do it one time a week with a trainer. Uh, I typically go in and I will ride the bike for about five, or ride the, run the treadmill for about five to six minutes and get warmed up, almost walking about as fast as I can walk. Mm -hmm. And then I go straight into that. And we do four three-minute rounds. So what, what I do with that is like there's like maybe seven or eight uh, different exercises. We're doing like 10 or 12 reps. And then I'll do that. So I'll do exercise one, 10 reps, move to the next one as fast as I can move, move to the I've next one as fast videos. as I can move. And then, so I'll do those eight exercises in three minutes. And then we take 45 seconds off and the bell rings. So it's those exact seconds and the bell rings and you're back at it. You do the same loop again, one minute or 45 seconds off, three minutes, 45 seconds off, three minutes. And then on the fourth round, you're done. And I normally uh, ride the bike for about five to 10 minutes to cool off a little bit. And then I'm out of there. And all of that, we do the math and add it up. It's less than 30 minutes and I'm done in and out of there three times a week. And I feel, I mean, I'm strong as I've ever been in my entire life. You know, I can, I can bench press near 225 pounds. That's so and, cool. and it's just, I, you know, I love it. I love that I have muscles that pop up and I can shrink my shoulders up and you can actually see them. I have collarbones and, you know, muscles everywhere. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, you look it's fantastic. Though. Yeah, it's really great. Do. You know, um, uh, I still carry my extra belly weight and I probably always will unless I have surgery to remove that. And I don't know that I ever want to do that, but uh, it's, it's fine. I just feel good. That's the best part. I, I like feeling good and feeling strong. And I, I have bad knees from all those years of being that, that big. So the actual, like I'm right there with you. crazy agility and like running and stuff. Like 
like I can run and like if my kid runs away, I can chase after and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like going for a run on concrete or something or on a treadmill just sounds like hideous pain to me. So <laughs> I, I don't like, I don't like, I'm yeah. not a runner. I don't, I never will do it because I, I think you need to do what you love to, to do. Yeah. If you don't like running. Don't do running. Yeah. If you don't like doing weights. And I, and I bring this up a lot in, in the, the workshops because I feel like when we talk about movement or exercise, Mm -hmm. or working out people think that you have to go to a gym and lift weights no you yeah. don't you can do yard work you can do housework you can do yoga you can do pilates you can swim it yeah. doesn't matter just move your body you can yeah. do chair yoga there, there is no excuse why you have to why you can't do anything yeah you know um but don't think that when we talk about working out and movement that just because it i love weights in the gym and you love weights yeah. at the gym that everyone else has to do it too no you oh. do what you do what you love absolutely absolutely and i i think it's i think it's critical to figure out a way and and i say this a lot think about that thing like whatever the thing is and like break it apart actually spend a good 30 minutes or an hour figuring out why you think about it that way yeah. and like what it would take for you to not think about it that way and if you continue to think and think and think and like oh my gosh i just don't want to run then just take that off off the list i don't want to run yeah but like what else is there and there's right. like i think a lot of us we have either misconceptions, we're not just willing to do the mental work of figuring out what it is. Because for one thing, activity in every one of us, almost top to bottom, as a kid was never thought of as a negative thing. You don't think about a kid saying, oh my gosh, I've got to go move. You know, later in life when bad habits start to form and video games and that kind of stuff become a distraction, you know, though that, that can happen. But a seven or eight, you know, six-year-old, 10-year-old, whatever, right in there, like activity is just, trying to control and get the energy out like it's natural yes. and then as an adult and teenagers and that kind of stuff we make it a negative thing and uh i think it's just lazy on our part if we're not willing to do that mental exercise of figuring out how do i walk this back to me finding actual joy in moving my body All right have you found that since you've uh gone this far in your journey that you're at you're you have a lot more energy now Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I have energy. I, it's just easier for me to do everything. And it's yeah. easier for me to get up. And it's easier for me to chase after the kid. Uh, I don't do a lot of, like, aggressive things. But I will run around the house and chase her and that kind of stuff. And I'm glad that I can do that. Um, sometimes I know that, like, over the years, uh, and this is something I've heard some of the other people talk about is, like, when you don't use muscles it's harder to reactivate those muscles so as you start to work out if you can't run fast then that's not a that's not a problem that is a that is a thing that you have like not used your quick twitch muscles very much and uh you're gonna have to rebuild those back so that's that's just one of those things uh i was watching a video recently and it was simone biles and i showed this to my wife and she threw an axe at one of these places where you go throw axes uh -huh. And then afterwards, she was so excited. She hit the bullseye. She turned around, did a 180 and like a hop. And like, seriously, she took her body and did like that faster than I can turn my hand around. Because her body, those quick twitch muscles are just like that. And, and you know, it's the, that's interesting to learn how to do that. But there's so much power in being able to do that. Because 
I don't know if you've ever done this or your trainers had you do it, but like grabbing like a 20 or 30 or 40, whatever the weight is you can do that's appropriate and get to the edge of a bench press and hold the weight out like this and then just stand up straight without, you know, leaning over and doing the whole oh, yeah. thing. You know, the, working on those muscles and being able to bring all that together is so yeah. core building. It's such a simple exercise. And you can start with no weight and just learn how to stand up in the right uh, position. Yeah. But like, I think doing that, the simplest exercise without weights, just proper form oh, yeah. uh, has really been really crucial in me learning that my body can do these harder things. Because if you yep. learn it in bad form, you're going to always default to, to doing uh, like a compensation for it. So you're going to figure out how to compensate for it. You may accomplish the end goal. But if you're not doing it right, you're, you're kind of compensating. And then you'll get injured. Ways. Yeah. And you could get hurt. Yeah. Injury is, is real prevalent on people who don't, do correct form. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's several uh, Instagram people that I follow that that do. It's kind of a format that's kind of growing. Uh, like Kim French does it, and Hannah Oberg does it. But they post these videos. It's like you want to work out this core. I'm going to show you with a specific set of like six or seven slides how to do it properly in perfect form at your weight. And then you just do it. And I that's where I really learned because I was only paying to do with the trainer one time a week. Right. So expanding my ability to do more exercises by following their perfect form, I would just sit in the gym on my own time frame and look at that and like, okay, I can do that. I'll do 10 of those. And I know how that feels. I will do that properly. And then I'll do this or whatever the exercise was. So I've really expanded my repertoire of things and that I can do. And then it gives you more confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're in, in the gym and you you know you're doing good form, you feel like a freaking rock star. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, what's funny is I go to an Anytime Fitness, and it's always, you know, pretty packed during the day and stuff. And I bet probably 25 times I've had people come up over the year and be like, dude, you're killing it. Like, I've seen you, like, t just totally transform. I mean, they don't know that I'm, like, cheating on the, on the gym by doing WW and watching the pounds go like this. But, you know, it I, because I got healthy habits and I always share with them, like, I'm just eating right. I'm doing WW, eating right. And I come in here to the gym. You know, everybody's so inspired by that. Because what's, what's crazy is I see, now that I'm kind of aware to this community, there are so many people that have the conception that they have to work hard, insanely hard, to get those results and like what I when you know, like when I see that and I don't want to I don't want to make like stereotypes or nothing like that and people can do it their own way and that's fine but I'm like you know are you my question for them when I'm doing the hard mental thing is like are you doing this from the aspect of sustainability because when when that is over what are you going to do that's sustaining and I feel like that WW has been so crucial in all three tenets of me learning how to do food that was step one and then working hard on the mindset the next probably 25 steps over my first year. And then I incorporated activity. And now it's a well-rounded stool that can support itself whenever Sorry. one of them slips a little bit. Yeah. People are asking who you follow for the correct form. Who are the people that you, you're following? Okay, so Hannah E. Oberg is one of them. She Hannah just had a, Oberg. And she, has she had her baby yet? She had her baby. Yeah. She just posted a picture earlier this week of her holding her baby side by side with her. She's got, with the baby. Like, a, she's got like a million followers. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she's interactive. If you talk to her and send her DMs, she'll, get, she'll talk to you. Uh, and then Kim French is another one. And I know those are both girls, but like I didn't want to follow 
uh, guys that were like, you know, like, I mean, there are people like Jordan Sia I follow, and then uh, Thomas DeLauer, I follow him as well. Uh, and then I follow The Rock, just because he's like funny and inspirational, and he does you know share some of his You know who one of the best guys that I follow? And Eric the Trainer is the last one that I follow. Eric the Trainer? Yeah. Okay, I need to follow him. Uh, yeah. Brett Contreras. Okay. He's, he's the glute guy. Oh, he's, okay. He invented the hip thrust. And okay. that guy is freaking awesome. Okay. So. I'll have to check him out. Yeah. So, I, I, do what? Yeah, you have, we, I was just, just telling, those are the people for, you know, I've, 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 I have fought, watched Hannah's uh, videos and she she does a lot of good stuff on there yeah and that's the cool thing is like I mean, you don't have to a lot of these people you don't have to follow them ever again i mean if you just follow and just go scroll through their post and you look because they make it so simple in the aspect of like most most of the first slide is going to say what the muscle is so you're like you're like right. scroll down oh shoulders all right let me click on shoulders I'll do these shoulders exercises and right. you and you like do them at your skill level and then you just do them and there's your workout. It's right there. And you know, you can obviously pay anybody you want for this thing, but she has found a path. Uh, another one that I follow is uh, Laura, Laura Luann or something like that. She was out in Utah for a while and then now she lives back in Wisconsin, but uh, she's, she's one of the first form people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times she's trying to sell you uh, supplements and that kind of stuff. So I, you know, a lot of that I kind of put off to the side, but she does lots of workout videos and stuff and well, she's very interactive and I've talked to her and stuff too, so. Yeah. A lot of good people out and I there. I follow you, but you don't post like how-to videos all the time, but I do watch your workout. You know, I, I would, but I just don't have a, a good videographer. Like yeah. it's it's hard setting up your up, up my phone, you know, especially if there's a lot of people around in, in the gym and yeah. stuff. It just I just don't have a good setup. And and my husband and I's schedule is are so different, so he's not there to kind of film me anymore. Yeah. Otherwise I would. Um but I that's something that I would like to start doing. But right now I just it's just not very feasible to do that right now. So absolutely, hey, you got You got. I'd love to go to the gym with you and work out, though. Oh yeah, we could do it. We could do it. Like I, I, I love it in the aspect of uh, the the way it works. I mean, my my trainer is a professional boxer, so that's why we kind of got the rounds kind of things. That's the way boxing like works. That. Is you like you do it, and it incorporates because you do it so hard and so fast. It does get your heart rate up and that kind of stuff. But it it does it in an aspect of like by round three or four, I'm sitting there going. All right, let's, let's control the breathing. So you learn how to control that breathing. Right. Uh, and sometimes I admit, like when I go on a Saturday night by myself, I might do the exact same rest of, uh, 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 workout that we did on Friday with him or whatever, but I do it so slowly that I have to like increase the weight or whatever to actually get a good burn in. Yeah. Uh, because I'm not, I mean, I'm just sitting there doing, you know, the long, you know, slow, right. but he's like doing it like this. Yeah. You know, like we got to go, come on now. Yeah. It's good like to alternate that. though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And Shake we, we change it up sometimes. Another thing, uh, that we do instead of the three minute things, we do four minute rounds, but we do 20 seconds and then 10 seconds. So it's, you do the same swapping of exercises, but it's 20 seconds, as many reps as you can do in 20 seconds, and then 10 seconds to move to the next thing. And then you just continue on. So a 20, 10 is what we call those. So over four minutes, you end up doing uh, eight exercises with 10 seconds in between. And then we take a one minute break and then do it three times. So yeah, it's the same cool. amount of time working out, 
but I some sometimes some exercises you're like I dread this one ten thing you know like doing those what's it your, just hurts. What's your worst exercise? Uh, well, we do ones that I don't like is we do sometimes we do like with a medicine ball, like a twelve or fifteen pound medicine ball. He'll throw them, and so I got to catch it, throw it back, and then shuffle over three steps, catch it, throw it back, shuffle over. And my knees don't necessarily like that. So I kind of dread those. It's not that it's physically hard, uh, that kind of thing. We don't do burpees or anything like that. Uh, I will get on the mat and do uh, exercises where I'm stretching or doing abs and that kind of stuff. We do the rollers where you run in the roller way out and stretching. Those aren't that hard. Uh, or I mean, I don't dread them or anything. But the ones where I have to protect my knee i just don't like those near as much yeah uh, we don't do leg presses or anything like that um i don't do the machines where you push with your ankles or anything like that because that hurts my knee but other than that just kind of avoiding the knee stuff i really enjoy everything i love i love doing all the arm stuff that make my arms look better because that's like you know if if i thought i had any kind of sexy part of my body it would definitely be my arms <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like, and I look down right here and I see this, this thing right here bulging. I'm like, that wasn't there a year ago. I'm like, that's pretty. Isn't that awesome to see that stuff? <laughs> that, that and my ability to, uh, here, I'll, let me show you this. This is funny. We're almost done. Nobody's ever seen me take my shirt off. Though. This is funny. Ooh, like, yeah. So like, I love that I can sit here flat and then I can roll my. Roll them up. I'm like, that was not there. That, that's it's your like, trap, man. Like, Where'd it go? Like, so yeah. I, I love being able to roll those that up. So right yeah, there. that's that's so funny. Yeah. But man, working out it just brings joy in life. And I would hope that everybody would start doing that. I know Rhea's in here, and she's she finds so much joy in in doing that kind of stuff. Like it's it just it's just the next level. I think it's natural when you get your food right and you get your mind right. Like doing that thing, it is is so healthy. And, and I, uh, I want to point out that that you have to, if, if you want to work out and you want to see results, you can work out every day and you can bust your butt in the gym. But if your food and your diet isn't on track, you're just spinning your wheels. Yeah. It's all about the diet. Yeah. It really is. If you're, they, they say that, you know, abs are built in the kitchen, you know, yeah. I, whatever, but they, you're, you're, your diet has to be on, on point. And yeah. you know, you talked about earlier that you, we see so many pe so many people eat so much crap. Yeah. And then they go and work out at the gym and they're not gonna see results if you don't, you know, fuel your body right. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many good things out there to eat. Um, so I mean, and, and with WW, literally you can put whatever, the bad thing is if you nearly need a little bit, you can add it in every once in a while, but you can't live off of it. Uh, and that's that's the healthy part of, of doing WW the right way is it's it's just a way out. It's just the way out, you know, like you're, it's not the end all be all, no diet is. Uh, when you think about it from a diet and, and they don't project what truly is, a diet and what a diet truly is what by definition uh not rules and constructs of how you eat but actually the types of foods that you eat right. that should be what you think about as your diet my diet is these foods yes uh, absolutely not the rules of how to eat right food. i agree yeah. totally so, yeah
anyway well i'm gonna let you go i know it's right. been over an hour and this has turned into two videos but both of them are amazing and great and yeah. i i just love you and appreciate you and uh, i appreciate uh, you yeah so uh, thanks for coming on with me and yeah. uh, we'll we'll do it again one day but uh until then i'll uh and i'm gonna send you your mail soon i got mail to send you sounds good all right i'll talk okay. to you soon thank you see ya bye guys Oh, yes. What a conversation. Miss Mindy is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on with us. You inspire me every day and I appreciate your friendship. If you want to follow Mindy on the gram, her handle is at the power of doing underscore WW. That's right. So thank you once again and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the WW Phil podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW. 